Thanks, man. Yeah. Think you'll ever do fantasy again? Yeah, yeah. I will. I just. I, have I to. really like the aspect of like, you know, all of us like talk every week and like engage with each other and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it ruins football for me. It re- like on Monday Night Football, I went over to my parents' house. We we're like having a nice dinner and shit. I'm just like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. Fuck you. Dude, that'd be yeah. a great advertisement yeah. for, for fantasy. Like just people like not paying attention. I'm like, at you all. don't understand shit, mom. <laughs> all right, everybody, welcome to your father's favorite movies. A uh, fresh perspective on the films your father loved. Today we watched Police Story, Jackie Chan, 1985. What a film! Absolutely. Insane from start to finish. I would love to hear what you guys thought about it. I I personally had a great time. I thought it was a super fun movie. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Jackie Chan, uh, but I've only ever really seen the American movies. Um, exactly. Yeah. I I have seen one of his foreign films, uh, but this was this was a new experience for me, and I had a great time. Loved it. Not only a foreign Jackie Chan film, but written and directed by Jackie Chan. Yep. Yeah, and the that, main theme yeah. written by Jackie Chan. Absolutely, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that, yeah. I, that, I had no idea that that was going to be that way. Like, I, I knew that, you know, it's a Jackie Chan movie, but, like, then I saw it right in the beginning. It's, like, directed by Jackie Chan. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, he's starring in it. And then you're like, the score is written by him. Like, all Jackie this Chan, is all insane. Through. Like, what? Yeah. It reminded me of, like, a Chinese version of Lethal Weapon. That's what mm. I got. Like, ja- Jackie Chan's character, this out-of-control cop, like, unethical, unbelievable, extremely competent with martial I arts. I don't know that he's unethical. Oh, he's unethical for I, sure. I, I think with he, the ladies, he, with the, he's, right. the, he's very yeah. unethical uh, with the that's, ladies. That's, that's Wait, cultural. are you kidding? Because, like, uh, he he's charged with murder, and he holds the police captain up at gunpoint. Definitely. He definitely toes the line. He's, he's yeah. playing but, loose. But he's yeah. he's also kind of got the moral high ground there because the other guy is being unethical as the as his superior. No, his superior is going by the book. So so to, to, to break down the yeah, plot, okay. to break down the plot, Jackie Chan is a Hong Kong police officer who is trying to escort a witness to a court hearing. And during the middle of that, he gets framed for killing another police officer. So what we're talking about is he goes into the the um, police station, tries to clear his name, and his superior tries to put him under arrest, and then he holds him hostage. So that's yeah. where you're saying he's unethical. It's, I I think he kind of toes the line. Well, yeah. so for yeah, for me it, it was more like first of all, you know, he's a badass cop, and we also too, it's a it's part comedy too. It's you know it's action comedy is what I yeah, got. totally and it's hilarious um but like you know he's hitting on the girl he's trying to bring the girl back to his house like the the witness that he's supposed to protect like yeah he's, he's a sleazeball he's yeah a sl- he's well, a total, I, he walks in hold on he walks into his apartment his girlfriend is there to surprise him with a birthday cake while he's trying to hit <laughs> on the witness that he's supposed to protect i didn't think he was trying to hit on her Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, oh, was. he was ready to kiss her absolutely. when she was leaning he in. Was, yeah. He was. He's playing games. He's oh, trying yeah. to impress he, her. He, he wanted to sleep beside her. Wasn't yeah. that afterwards? No. Remember, like in the beginning, like he hires his friend to come over and pretend to be a bad guy to, so that he oh, can yeah. be the hero. Derek, how that's much? Not what, that's not what was going on. Yes, it was. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. The, no, no, no. Hold on a second. That's not what was going on. Yeah. He brought that. So she was being an uncooperative witness, and he was trying to get her to cooperate, and so he was kind of bending the law a little bit, which I guess is pretty unethical and uh he so he brought that other guy over to scare her so that, attack, yeah. yeah not to impress her or to get her close to him but to get her to cooperate so that he could 
get get her to, to court get her the next to cooperate. Day. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's, that's probably an interesting right. point of view yeah. on that. Okay, okay, I see. But it. he definitely—that's what was happening. Let's, you know what? Let's we'll take we'll take the plot from the top. Yeah, so okay. that's a good idea. Basically, the movie opens up with um, Jackie Chan and his police force kind of doing a, more or less a, a um, an ambush on um, this this gang who is uh, smuggling heroin throughout uh, Hong Kong. Right, so they go to the shanty town. And they, they jump on these guys, and a big police chase ensues. Uh, so in that first scene when they're, uh, the police are like getting their stuff together to go take these bad guys down, the police chief says, your orders, memorize and destroy. And they each have like a little pamphlet. And they shred on and, it. And yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they read it, and then they shred it right there. I was like, what, dude? <laughs> like... So you just have your whole police force. Like, what if you have guys with bad memories? No, so like, it, the point though is that it's top secret. You know, like, uh, right, right. We, it's supposed they, to be top secret. Yeah, the evidence. yeah, they don't want yeah. any uh, any any moles, which they have several. Right, right. right. So yeah. they get to the top secret mission. They end up capturing most of the people that they're trying to capture. Okay, one of them is uh, Selena Fong, who's played by Bridget Lin. And that is who becomes the witness later on. Ah. Um, so she's she's like the uh, the pretty she, she, girl she, who's like she works for the main. She, yeah, she works guy, for yeah. the main villain. Correct. But she's now they're trying to make her a witness. And the main villain's name is Mr. Chu Tao. Chu Tao. Yeah. Played by Yuan Chor. How many deaths in that first scene? So the the first scene is is the majority of the deaths. Yeah. Um, if my calculations are correct, there's really only one more death outside of the first scene. Really? Um, and the first scene has 12. Yeah. So okay. between cops and um, villains, there's about 12 deaths in the first scene. Yeah. Uh, Which is a pretty great scene. Realistically, it's awesome. probably more because they, they crashed two cars through an entire village full of people. <laughs> With um, like several but, explosions. Yeah, lots of explosions, lots of fire, but there's only we only see to like twelve deaths on screen. Yeah. yeah. And like, I thought it was really cool too in the in the outtakes at the end of the movie, they so they show everybody kind of like cleaning up that scene and like resetting the set and like all that kind of stuff. And there's so many people working on that set. Yeah. Like they're just there was a, all there was working a huge together. crew with a a small, a relatively small budget uh, that Seemed made like this movie happen. Um, so this movie is made with a, a budget of two million dollars, which is Whoa, not wow. that much. But the amount of things that in, they did in '85, huh? You would think that that would be the first scene alone with how much destruction and chaos there is. If it was an, if, um, if it was in America, it probably would yeah. be. Yeah. Um, it. But they probably didn't have to pay for safety coordinators. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly. So no budget two million, money. box office was nineteen million. So it was, a, it was a commercial success. Yeah, um, is that box office domestic to Hong Kong? That's all. That's everything. Just worldwide, that's international. Where that's, that's within okay. the. That's yeah, everything. Um, the movie itself was called Police Story, which is a very generic name, and there's a reason for that uh, because at this point. In Hong Kong, um, Jackie Chan was already extremely famous, right? He hadn't made the move to the United States, but he was already very famous. So whenever he would start a film and you know, and you would hear the name of the project, uh, people would immediately gravitate toward that and try to copy it based on what the name was called. So he named it Police Story for it to be very generic. You don't really have any idea what it's about. 
Um, so people couldn't copy the plot of the movie. Wow. And then try huh. to beat him to the punch. That's that, rad. That, that was trying to happen before. So Super that's, vague story. Yeah, so that's why he made it a title. very vague title, is in order to basically stop people from copying his so ideas. So he was, he was so popular in Hong Kong that just there's a buzz, oh, he's going to come up with this movie. Someone right. else would be like, oh, let's try to trick people into going to our movie right. because everyone wants to go to Jackie Chan's so, movies. So, for example, the movie like The Drunken Master, um, uh-huh. that came out and people knew about the title and there was several movies that were made about a drunken kung fu master that came <laughs> out ar- around a similar time to try and undercut Jackie Chan because so the then the, was so popular. All the movie goers are like... Right. Man, it's been like an hour and a half. You think Jackie Chan would show up by yeah. now? In this <laughs> dumb I, movie. So, so basically, like, people trying to capitalize on his success by stealing his movie. Why? Ideas. Why was he? So how did he become as famous as he was to have like the influence in like Hong Kong film okay, industry? So he started actually as a, a background extra uh, for Bruce Lee films. So if you go back and watch some Bruce Lee films, you'll see Jackie Chan getting his ass whooped by Bruce Lee, um, and then he. From there, went on to star in his own movies um, that were pretty successful in Hong Kong. And then by the time The Drunken Master came out, that's when he absolutely ascended to superstar status in Hong Kong. And was um, that so successful just because the fight scenes were so like original? or? Yeah, it was just an original, um, original idea. Um, the choreography in Jackie Chan movies is always A+. Plus. Um, it's kind of like his trademark. I mean, he like you in this movie, he just... like exudes charisma not even when he's talking like through his fight scenes just the charisma yeah. and the uniqueness and that's something that and i comedy there's like yeah. physical so comedy. that's that's what his, i even his facial expressions Jackie are Chan like, is my favorite like martial arts star right because when you're like when you're watching bruce lee it's bruce lee versus the next guy and it's it's kind of a one-on-one thing right or maybe he's beating up a couple people but it's just straight up fist to fist where jackie chan it seems like it's comedic, but it almost seems more realistic at the same time, right? He's using his environment. He's kicking people against walls, throwing people on chairs. He's using uh, clothing racks and and sticks and all kinds of stuff to fight people off. Yeah. Um, and when it gets to the hand to hand, it's very fast. It's very fast. It's very physical. And another thing I like when you watch um, Bruce Lee or Jet Li or Jean Claude Van Damme or Chuck Norris, all these other people who are famous for kung fu. Um, they all they do is kick ass, right? They just kick ass. And they beat the shit out of people. Jackie Chan gets his ass handed to him a couple times. Mm, yeah, for movie. sure. Oh yeah, he gets the shit kicked gets out. Some bruises, of a yeah. Bunch, which yeah. is like that's how a real fight would be. You're gonna get fucked up. You're gonna get hurt. You know, and, and not just in the fighting either. Like the police chief, like gets on his ass. His mm-hmm. girlfriend gets yeah, on his, his ass. The his girlfriend's on his on ass his the entire ass. movie. Yeah, and I think that's why I prefer. The like his um, Hong Kong movies over his American movies. Like I love Rush Hour. Rush Hour is hilarious. Yeah. But like in Rush Hour, he's like the perfect cop, right? Kicks everybody's ass, whatever. Um, in this, he like at the beginning he kind of thinks about taking the money, and then he's, you know, he takes the the police chief hostage. Like he's doing some things that are toeing the line, right? Where in the American movies, he's kind of portrayed more as like a perfect person right yeah i yeah. see what you're saying like right this you know in this role he's a little more human like well you know it's it's a lot of money maybe i should take it you know right. cops probably don't make you know that much exactly there's that joke scene where it's like we will pay you an extra 38 dollars a day to yeah. make sure that she's uh-huh. safe I'm like 38 dollars <laughs> a day and that was right, and that was <laughs> and right after like, very quickly was... and quietly he's he's like that that number was set very long time ago and has never gone up 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. They even made a point to say that. Like, you're not going to yeah. get paid very much I love to that because it. I was trying to do, like, was that supposed to be a lot? And it's 1985. And then he says <laughs> yeah, that I'm like, like oh, it's a joke. It's, that's funny. <laughs> um, I would, so I really, uh, really want to continue what we're talking about, too, about, like, this, the martial arts. Because mm. I've seen a lot of action movies. And, like, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen, like, better choreography. Like, it's, dude, it like, was it blew it's my amazing. Mind. Like, it, it is amazing. It absolutely blew my mind. I, I had, I could not stop watching. From the beginning scene, like the the fighting, like we've talked about it before, but like there's a scene where like he stops in front of a car, a bus stops like a foot from him, and three yeah. guys go flying through glass. That actually like happened. So so that's that's a funny story because that was not supposed to happen. So the guys flying through the glass. So, so the guys were supposed to fly through the glass, but what's supposed to happen is they're supposed to land on the car, right? But the air brakes they pressed too soon, so they. Through, uh, through the glass and landed on the concrete, uh, and one of the guys dropped like twelve. One, feet. one of the guys broke his neck. Yeah. Oh, it looks like Fuck. a dick. Oh yeah, you, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. The one that's closest to the camera. He falls straight on his neck. He broke his neck. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not surprised. Like yeah. it looking looks at it, you're like, what you, oh, that guy's spine. Because, just so crumple. when you break your neck, does that mean you're paralyzed for no, life? No, no. You can you can break your neck and be fine, but you can also break your neck and yeah. be paralyzed. He yeah. he wasn't paralyzed as, from uh, the research that geez, I saw, but he broke a vertebrae in his neck. Wow. Yeah. Because it's like it's Jackie Chan in front of a car trying to stop the bus, and what happens is it's supposed to stop literally right in front of Jackie Chan, and then the guys are supposed to fly over Jackie Chan onto the car kind of safely, right? It's got another whatever seven, six, six feet of cushion, yeah. but they land straight on the concrete. Yeah. It, and, but that's the thing though; it looks real. Like when you're watching yeah. it, all, every single action scene in this movie, every single fight scene, every time someone gets punched through glass, you you think that it, it was real because it yeah. looks real. It, but it's yeah. It's crazy in that scene because like the brakes didn't work the correct way and it stopped too early. But if it didn't work the opposite way and stopped too late, Jackie Chan's dead, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, or, or he's yeah. got a broken. Dude, in yeah. the in yeah. the uh, the goofs at the end of the movie, or like uh, he has to run away from the bus because it was coming way too close to him. It yeah, there was, like... dude, there was so many injuries and so many things that went wrong. Because in, in 1980s in Hong Kong, you gotta, you gotta imagine, I mean, even 1980s in the United States, like, the safety protocols were not the same as they are now. Mm. Imagine that Hong, Hong Kong, Kong. <laughs> who, who culturally is 20, 30 years behind us, there was fucking no safety rules whatsoever. Like they were just go out there and do whatever you want, put your own life on the line to make the best movie you can. I mean, and that's it's, exactly what they did. It's probably good that it's not that way anymore, like just for the safety of stuntmen and all that. But I have to I have to agree with Derek. The fight scenes are like some of the most entertaining scenes I've ever seen because when you look at it, you're like, these are actual like these are real people throwing themselves through like glass windows Absolutely. and tables. Like all this stuff was not faked at all. And uh it kind of lends itself to movie magic where you're like, it makes you wonder like, oh, how do they do that? Whereas like if you today, if you make a whole c bunch of cars running through a village and you CGI it, you it's have, you're not you don't give a fuck about it. Right. You have CGI, you have cuts, you have like things where you're very obviously like this is movie magic. Where, yeah. where in this movie, you're like, you're like, fuck how, each other it's wrong. how did they yeah, do this? Like, well, and on top of that, too, like I'm sure that there's a lot of other movies at the same time that are using practical effects and it looks OK, but it doesn't look great. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but like one thing that I, I personally noticed about the realism is uh, this is something I kind of laugh at with a lot of movies that I watch. Like people don't run like actors don't run. They're like, oh, I'm running. Uh -huh. Jackie Chan is sprinting. Jackie, Jackie Chan <laughs> is 100, running. He is 100 percent committed to this movie the whole fucking time. And, and yeah. that that aspect of it, when I see an actor running, yeah. it's like. 
oh man all right we're in like like that that gets me into the movie because i'm like this is this feels real because that like that's how somebody would really run if their life was on the line you know and and that's like you can tell his commitment and love for the movie and that comes across absolutely like because jackie chan at this point Mm -hmm. is already a millionaire jackie chan is already wow yeah jackie chan is already famous he's already a millionaire he's already a fucking movie star he never has to make another movie in his life and be famous in china forever you know what I mean? But he's still making movies. He's still having a great time, and he's still putting that effort in. Did, Jumping fences, hanging on the side of a bus, like oh, yeah. when he lunged Same. with the umbrella, like yeah. he's he's sprinting, like Chase is talking about, to chase up to the bus, yeah. and then he leaps in a way that he has no concern for his own safety at all, yeah. and like to think that's done for real, and he grabs onto the back of the bus with, yeah, the, with umbrella. the umbrella. Yeah, it's such a. And from that moment on, it's like, whoa, this is a whole new level. Like I'm, I'm not used to this kind of right. Yeah, yeah. Action. So it, it was originally a metal umbrella and. It would hook on to the bus correctly, so they had to switch to a wood umbrella so he could hang on. Did you uh, notice that it broke? It did, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't notice there's, that. There, there's a scene where, so he's like latched onto it, right? And it takes him a couple of minutes to like get up onto the bus. And then when he's like coming around the corner of the bus to get on the side, you can see that the umbrella is totally broken <laughs> and it's hanging on by a splinter. And, and so, scary. If, if you notice in the scene before that leads up to that scene, He's dressed as a like construction worker, right? He's got the jumpsuit. And the reason they did that was to prepare for that scene where he's hanging off the bus. So when he falls off and stuff, he, he wouldn't get hurt as much. Because he's legit. There's no... Yeah, the coverage no Yeah, uh, yeah there's, no, there's no co- cords. There's no wires. There's no nothing. Is That's Jackie Chan hanging off of a fucking and, bus and with an umbrella. Is not yeah. anything holding him to that bus. Yeah, no, that nothing at all. Is. He's just an umbrella. Yeah. And that's so that's why he's wearing that jumpsuit is for when he was he would fall yeah. it would you know give him a little uh, protection a, for road rash. So at no point Jesus. when he's he's holding onto the umbrella, people are trying to like fight him like they're they're like almost really it looks like they're really yeah. kicking him while he's hanging from the yeah. umbrella. And that's he doesn't have any wire. He's just as, hanging as, on. As far as I could tell, and from what Jackie Chan said in an interview, no, he didn't. have That's any insane. Yeah, that's never so, gonna happen and, again. And, they're never gonna make stuff like that so again. So as, as far as the stunts in general. Um, as far as I could tell, the only like safety equipment that was really used were they used nets for the cars um, in the beginning of the scene to catch them yep. at certain s- spots, and they would use safety mats, but really only for the the woman, so the, who played uh, Bridget Lynn, Selena Fong. They really only use it for for her because it would like they would have to make cuts that would make it less realistic. So a bunch of the scenes where they're getting slammed on the ground, that, they're getting slammed on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually kind of see the cushion in the scene where she goes through a glass table. Uh, right. Exactly. Because it's pretty shocking when she does. It's like, right. oh, man, because right. it's real. She did that. Right. Yeah. And, but you can kind of see that there's like a little, it's like that table is like a little raised, maybe like eight inches, and it's like a soft cushion thing. Right. And uh, you can I tell the difference. that. You, you yeah, can tell you the difference. Never in, the, in the other scenes, like look, when... When they're throwing people down the escalator, they threw them down the escalator. Like, crazy. Yeah. That was my biggest fear because, like, every time I'm at the airport or like on an escalator at the mall, I always imagine what it would feel like to fall on those metal stairs. And like these people fell like seven feet, like bam, onto them with their with their yeah. arms. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the time uh, when we were playing the Deaf Pilots in Vegas? And oh yeah, me, Chase and me Derek and are in a band. They used to be in a rock band together. Yeah, me and Ryan were like. He, like Ryan like would run he was like a runner yeah. so he was always working out and he said that he could beat me to the top there was like stairs and a down escalator and he was like you run up the stairs I'll run up the down escalator and I'll beat you to the top and I was like 
Yeah, right, dude. Not gonna happen. Oh man. And we're doing it, and I'm—I mean, I was whooping his ass. It was—I was just on <laughs> stairs. But then he smashed his like shin into the oh. stairs, and like the escalator has those kind of like teeth to yeah. it. Yeah, it's like like, like why? It, and it totally like bit him on the leg. You know, he had like three scrapes on his leg, and then and then he was like. You know, all bummed out that he decided he wanted to make that bad. <laughs> but it's like, and like to get thrown down some shit, like, ooh. And that's and that's not even the craziest like stunt scene in the movie. The craziest stunt scene in the movie, one hundred percent hands down, is the pole scene. It's it oh, is absolutely it's the insane. only shot they they showed three yeah. times in a row. So so the reason they did the show it three times in a row, they had 15 cameras on that scene to catch every single angle possible. There's four stories. So and the reason why they had 15 cameras is they were only doing it one take because they had to set up the lights for them to be ripped down and they like they're only doing one take. Um, and you can actually see him hesitate at the beginning because he's so scared. It's, I would be too. Fuck. It's five stories up. He uh-huh. died. legitimately five stories. He's, there's, he could die no, if he did that wrong. There's no net. There's no safety pad. There's nothing. He just crashes into that. Into <laughs> is that he little even shack wearing the gloves? Bottom. No, he's not wearing. Is gloves. there any risk of electrocution? There. Okay, so that's a funny. Both of those, I'll, I'll get to you right now. So, 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 originally, <laughs> it's so crazy. Originally, originally, they tried to plug all those lights into the wall socket, and it wouldn't work, right? Why? So, because it wouldn't. It wouldn't it's power. Juice. It wouldn't power all those lights. So they had to. Then plug all those lights into the main power of the entire mall. So the whole entire power of the mall was going into those lights. Holy so there was a God. very, very real possibility that he would get electrocuted and fucking die. He was on the insane. Way down. But he so, still wanted to do that. Right, He's like, so, we're not going to use a so, net. So he, go, he goes up, right? And he's hesitating for the, for the first scene, right? And then one of the cameramans hold, comes hold, hold up. Hold on one second. Yeah. So actually, he wouldn't get electrocuted because. His feet are off the ground. There's not grounded. No, no. but he's the holding ground. the pole. No, the, the pole is connected to the ground, and oh. the lights are around the pole. He would absolutely get electrocuted. So it depends on what the pole's made yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no, I, it's, it's painted chrome. From, or not. If it's aluminum, it wouldn't. So from from <laughs> the interview that I watched with Jackie Chan, there was a very real possibility for him getting electrocuted. Fucking wow. dude. Um, so he he gets up there and he's looking down five story. Uh, five story drop, right? He's and got he, a jump for it and too, and he's freaking out. He has to jump for it. Yeah. And one of the cameramans, um, so in the interview, he talks about one of the cameramen comes up to him and puts a, a little Buddha in his pocket, uh, right, for good luck. And Jackie Chan's not religious, but he's like, I'm going to need this right now. Yeah. And so he gets on the, the the railing, and you can see in the movie where he, like, hesitates and screams. That's his reaction. That's not part of the script. That's his reaction. He jumps. He slides all the way down, not wearing gloves. The heat from the lights heated up the pole and he got um third degree burns all across his hands all the uh, way down but if he'd like go yeah. he would have died yeah. so, yeah, he, has exactly. to, oh, so he, holds, he holds all the way down with third degree burns he then falls through that scaffolding a little too early he breaks um three of the vertebrae in his back and dislocates his pelvis he then he did, from, from the adrenaline he gets up and he goes and rushes uh one of the stunt guys you can see him like he goes attacks a guy right he attacks him blah 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 and like he keeps going past the scene, and the guy has to be like, "Jackie, stop! Jackie, stop!" Because he's so goes, hyped up on so adrenaline. And then, and then you'll see him um, in, in one of the scenes. He goes and like goes, "Hell yeah!" Blah 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 blah. And then that's he, he fucking gets out of there, right? And he, he was filming another movie at the same time, um, and so he had to go to that movie. <laughs> Two movies. right after. So he's filming another movie at the same time. <laughs> so he had to go to that movie right after. 
and he gets to the set of that movie and just collapses. And they had to bring him back. Because he broke two of his vertebrae yeah. and yeah. his hands so, but have the third degree burns. From that scene, got him all the way to the second, the set of the second movie. Whoa. And then he just drops that. Dude, like, drops. definition of a maniac. He, like, I was just about to say, yeah, like a maniac. Absolutely a crazy person. Um, I, I had one thing to add. Um, so. He's not the only one doing these crazy stunts. You know, you have all the, you have like, I don't mm-hmm. know how many, you pro- maybe you know how many stuntmen there were. Uh, so, so for, for Jackie Chan scenes, he's doing almost all of them, right? So there's one scene that Jackie Chan, where his character is involved, that he's not oh, no, doing no, a scene. Derek's no, no, talking no, no, no. about the other actors oh, that yeah, get yeah. fucked so, up. Yeah, what I'm saying is like when they're doing all these action scenes where he's fighting like 10 guys and kicking guys through windows and like oh, smashing them through the, there's a, there's a scene, my, my favorite uh, stunt scene, maybe we should do a, a round of circle about favorite <laughs> stunt scene, but like mine yeah. the, was the climactic part where he, he runs the guy over with the motorcycle and pushes him through the mall. <laughs> like, that's so, yeah. that, to my point, that was the only scene that Jackie Chan did not do the stunt for. That was the only one he had a stuntman uh, okay, substitute yeah. in was the motorcycle scene through the glass because okay, okay. he didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. So That's that was, ridiculous. Yeah. Of all the yeah. of all the things. Of all the things that yeah. he did. He doesn't know how to yeah. ride a fucking motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. But okay, but the, the point I was going to make was like uh you you think about like he's the director, he's the he's the star of the movie and he's uh-huh. the one like doing all these outrageously death right. deathly That's stunts. Stunt, yeah. But like he by doing that he's inspiring the other people around him to be just as crazy right. and go through those glass yeah, walls. Yeah, it seemed like everyone was fully committed to this movie. There's Jackie Chan was not the only person to get injured. Like like I said, the bus guy was injured. Um, or the when, guy who, who fell yeah, out of the window. The guy who fell out of the balcony was injured. Um, Jesus. It, yeah, it was insane. Any deaths? No deaths in the movie. No yeah, deaths very, in the movie, but a lot of, lot of hospitalizations. So in the uh, outtakes at the end of the movie, you can see like uh, where he's sort of like coaching up all like the other stunt guys yeah. and, he's, and he's doing the choreography and like demonstrating what he's about to do so yeah. everybody knows what to do, security protocol, whatever, you know. Uh, and the back of his shirt, and I'm not sure because I couldn't see it clearly from any angle, but I think it said Stuntman's Club. <laughs> and so I was thinking in my head, I was like, did Jackie Chan, like he obviously like can't afford Hollywood stuntmen to come to Hong Kong to make this for him. So he just decided to make a club and then brought all these guys who were like crazy like him and just like, all right, I'm going to teach you guys what I know, how to do stunts, and we're going to make this movie. I feel like that's I what wonder. happened, yeah. I mean, like, he started out as a stuntman. Like, that's that's how he got his break, was um, being a stuntman yeah, with so Bruce actually, Lee yeah. movies. So, but the, the, that, what you're talking about is that was Jackie Chan's stunt team. That, that was the name of the stunt team. And then, it, and then they changed it to Jackie Chan's stunt team when he got more famous. But so that was uh, the original name of his stunt organization. So all those guys were people he hired because he was the director, producer, whatever. Um, so that's the reason for that. What a wild! Yeah, thing. it's wow. no, it's insane. Pretty like, nuts. Uh, and then to really quickly go back to the motorcycle stuff, uh, there's a part where May is trying to ride away on her little like Vespa, <laughs> uh, which yes. is <laughs> hilarious. Such a funny. No, scene. this this movie is genuinely hilarious. So he's like he's <laughs> like holding up the back of the Vespa so that she can't drive away. He's like holding the tire off the ground, and so she's just gunning it, and then he like loses his grip, and she like slips out. And I was watching that, and I was like, that looked to me like somebody who knew how to ride a motorcycle pretty well. Because she's like supposed to, she's like making it look like the thing's out of control, but she's holding on to it, and she's kind of controlling, controlling it. Yeah. And then they kind of cut away, and they cut back, and she's just like riding away all casually. But I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, like I think she really knows how to ride motorcycles well. I, I didn't get any research on that, but I, I agree. Like It looked it, like she had yeah. some control of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I think 
like obviously the first time you watch this movie, you're very focused on the crazy stunts and everything. But I think the comedy is a very important and well done aspect of this movie. Totally. Mm, like totally. there are some really funny scenes and and for I feel like in a foreign movie, comedy has to be the hardest thing to translate as because as as far yeah. as tone and trying to be serious. You know what I mean? And and it does really like even with the subtitles, this movie comes across very funny. Yeah. yeah. The There's a lot of physical humor, yeah. Were they trying to make this movie for American audiences nope. to enjoy? Nope. This is this is supposed to be for Hong Kong. And the reason yeah. I ask that is that uh when he's got Selena in the car when he initially gets uh, you know, bodyguard duty and she's kind of just like complaining or whatever, and then he's like, This is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna keep you safe all through the night, I'm gonna take you to court tomorrow. And then you're going to go to court and spill the beans on your guy. And she's like, spill the beans? And I just thought it was really funny because spill the beans is like an American phrase. Right, It's right. a colloquialism. I mean, uh, American culture had, you know, gotten is – a, is a part of China. Like, yeah. I mean, if you go like, to the mall, it's all yeah. like American yeah. like uh, models, like modeling on the, on we, the billboards we, that we, and stuff. Even to this day, still have an influence on, on Chinese culture. With what For we sure. Do. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. But, but it's just kind of interesting because it's like – I was uh, the reason it piqued my interest was because why would you write something into that unless you're trying to sell it to the American audience? And then my other question was like, well, I'm curious about the Chinese they're speaking. Does it actually translate to spill the beans, or is that something that like a they did for just uh, a translator was yeah. like, ah, uh, we don't really have that phrase in English, but it's kind of similar to like spill the beans. You know? Yeah. That, okay, that would make that sense. Might, I'm curious that if that's what's it. going on there. Well, I think I think you're right, and I also think that like they had a few American sponsors in there too. You can see like Marlboro and like, so I I, I wonder if they're like, okay, cool, like we'll sponsor Mitsubishi you. Mitsubishi was in there. Yeah, right. and so the, that's the, not but American. Mitsubishi's not, uh, but, American. but it's a but, yeah. you know, for, foreign product. Like placement. they're thinking, yeah, product placement. But, like, well, we want this to be able to translate for other places, so we can right. broaden our but, audience a little. But, you know, I mean, Mar- Marlboro is an American company, but it's very prominent in Asia. Like, it's huh. a, it's oh, one of the sure. biggest cigarette companies on the planet. Like, they they smoke cigarettes in Asia, like, yeah, especially in the eighties, mid eighties. They were fucking oh, yeah. ripping farts in in Hong Kong. I guess a relevant uh, launching point for this question is how did Jackie Chan become American, like how did he become? How did he turn into like a Hollywood star from being a Hong Kong star? Um, so actually, this franchise is part of what um, lifted him to being an American star. So he, because yeah, like the third one is an American movie, right? The third one is an the, American. This movie. is part of a franchise. So this is part of a franchise that has five movies. I didn't oh, know shit. that. Yep. Is this the first so, one? Uh, yeah. This is the first one. So okay. this this franchise has grossed over three hundred million dollars. Nice. Yeah, three hundred million dollars. So shit. this is the first one, and then the second one was a Hong Kong film, and the third one was um, it was filmed in Hong Kong, but it was released simultaneously in Hong Kong, United States, and was the only one that has um, integrated like both languages in it. Okay, so um, that one is like so he's trying to right. play both sides so, of the. So that's kind of what propelled him into like an American audience. Um, well, I think also to answer your question, um, you can look at like like Led Zeppelin as an example. Like, so they're like a British band, but they knew that with all the territory that America had, like to be able to tour America, like there's so much money to be made, and all these consumers in a capitalist nation, like there's so much money to be made by going to America. So I can imagine if Jackie Chan is already a multimillionaire and he's making these great movies, he's like. I could make even more money yeah. if I go to America. Right. Yeah, I know it makes total sense why. So so uh, yeah, so so this 
this came to the third movie, which is kind of a, a split between Hong Kong and America. And then he started a movie called Rumble in the Bl- in the Bronx, which I don't know if you guys have seen. I haven't. But you should watch that. That's his first American movie set in America. So that movie, he goes Rumble in the Bronx. He's in New York City, fucking people up. And that was kind of his like Welcome to America moment. Interesting. And then obviously he goes on to do Rush Hour, Shanghai Nights, all these other movies. And yeah. now, and now he's at the point where he's in a he's become an American icon as well as a as a Chinese icon. Yeah. Because at this point. At this point, he's a fucking, he's the t- he's Tom Cruise in China. Like this this movie won um, the Hong Kong equivalent of Best Picture. Oh wow! Um, at the Hong Kong Film Awards, not at um, all. Yeah. Um, the the girl who plays May um, is the Meryl Streep of Hong Kong. She won Maggie s- Chung. She won six Best Actress awards at the the uh, Hong Kong equivalent of the Oscars. So it's like... Like throughout uh, her career? Throughout her career, yeah. So this is like a very... This is a very successful, very critically acclaimed film um, in Hong Kong and also the United States. Roger uh, Roger Ebert gave us a perfect score. Um, This is the highest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes that we've watched so far. No way. What's the score? This is a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. So this is a very... What was the thing? What's up? What was the thing? Do you remember? Uh, 92. 92, yeah. Oh, okay. it, was, it was a little a little bit lower. But yeah, this is this is regarded as one of one of the best kung fu movies of all time. That um, makes me feel way better about the scores I have in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and the 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 pole stunt is considered one of the greatest stunts in cinema history. It's funny cuz that was not my favorite stunt. Like same. It, yeah. yeah. I, to me, to me, the bus stunt is my favorite. Yeah, that was it was great. It was, not, it was not worth yeah. breaking two vertebrae and getting your, yeah. your hands can, burned. Can we go around, uh, Chase? Uh, him and I said our favorite stunts. What's what's your favorite stunt? Uh, I, I think it probably was the car chase through the little shanty town. Yeah, just <laughs> like, destruction. Well, because even like you can kind of see that there basically there's like two tracks and the cars are going down those two tracks. And I mean, and not that they're like connected to anything, but there's just like there's like a lane for them to go. And there's just a bunch of barrels and a bunch of random shit. <laughs> and it's and like it's so funny because when they like barrel through a like a wall, like the other side of the wall has like a bunch of barrels and stuff. Like it's so clearly a stunt scene, <laughs> right. but I just loved every second of it. Totally. Yeah. So, I, I loved. um Watching him hang from the umbrella on the bus, but we already talked about that. One th- one scene that sticks out to me, it w- it wasn't Jackie Chan's stunt, but he throws a guy and the guy lands in between the divider of an up down <gasps> escalator. I'm like, how did you how did you like plan out? That's where you land, and then you slide all the way down. Yeah, the creativity of some of the stunts. Yeah, cause, totally. Because you see a lot of other fight stunts, and it's just you know one on one, like like man versus man, whatever. But this like. The use of the environment is so creative. Like yeah. using the clothing rack to block the people. The clothing rack is and, great. And yeah. the the mall as an environment for a fight is beautifully yeah. done. Yeah. And every single they use every single thing you could possibly think of. The man throws a mannequin at the guy, use the clothing rack, the the escalators, it's amazing. So that scene where he goes in between the escalators all the way down, I was cracking up at like in reality. That guy slides down. He's face first, right? So his like back has got to be bent out of shape as he gets to the bottom. He gets stuck, 
And then I'm thinking there's like this huge fight going on. This guy's got like a responsibility as a bad guy to like get back up like and like go fight. Out. But he probably can't get out of there. Yeah. He's like <laughs> stuck head first with his arms and legs stuck, and he's probably just like, ah, like, fuck, somebody help me. <laughs> there's nobody there to help him because it's just a chaos. Dude, uh, no, absolutely. And like, the grace with all with which all of oh, this yeah. is done is insane like you know there was many scenes where there you know it's Jackie Chan versus six guys and like the amount of like kicks and and turnaround kick backflips to the face where yeah. like all and it's but it looks fluid yeah. and and like the there was one scene where like they were um it was early in the movie where they they attack his car and the, <laughs> the chick is in the car and like he gets out and they have this whole fight scene. There's guys jumping over cars. Oh, he that, kicks a guy kicking through a doors off. Yeah, yeah the car like, crashes into each other. He's jumping over. It's so well done. Dude. Yeah, it's like a dance sequence, like by a professional ballet dancer, but it's just in the in the surface of like a fight scene. Yeah. There and there is so much broken glass in this movie. <laughs> Dude, we were talking about so, that. So it looks like real glass too. It's so, like so I, mean, the, I know it's probably not. The but. nick the nickname for this movie was actually Glass Story because of how much glass <laughs> they broke in this movie and. Derek pointed this out during the movie. He was like, well, that glass looks really sharp and really real. And that's because they used a thicker, stronger glass to make it more realistic. But that like, led to a ton of more injuries. I because, bet. Because they're throwing people through thick, like, because normal stunt glass, you touch it basically and it There's shatters into a million pieces. But this is breaking off into big, huge chunks because you're throwing people through an inch thick glass. Like, it's, it's insane. It's called uh, uh, sugar glass. There's a scene. Oh, yeah. There's a shot where um, somebody uh, throws Jackie Chan's head into a glass window, and, right, it, it, and it creates this circular circle, like. Yeah. And like I'm like that. That looks like it really hurt. Yeah, like no, that scene because that glass is very reactive to like the shape you throw into it. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? They're like it was supposed to be more realistic, right? Because like in other movies, like I said, you somebody touches the glass, it shatters a million pieces. It's not really how it works. This one, yeah, Jackie Chan's head creates a, a little uh, a circular break in the glass instead yeah. of shattering the whole plane. And it's like, yeah, I can't imagine how much that would hurt. And they were like, every scene they were breaking shit, throwing people through car windows and dude, yeah, in the mall, what, yeah. What kind of medical staff did this movie have? I have no idea, but it doesn't look like a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could you could see you could see in the scenes where people are getting hurt in the credits. There was no stretcher; oh, yeah. they were just dragging it's them just off. Other stuntmen picking them up, just picking them up, getting <laughs> just them out, scraping them off the concrete. Jackie Chan was on the ground. It looked like he was having a, a fucking heart attack or something. And they oh were yeah, like, everyone's like and waving them. They were fanning. Some guys him taking like, his shoes off. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, taking yeah. his socks off. <laughs> yeah, taking his socks off. That's probably. That, I I assume that's probably when he broke his um, back. And it, it, I think it's at the other set. It. Pelvis, what? Jesus! It's at the other set when he like gets to the other movie. He oh, was he, on. when he when he collapsed, he collapsed after the uh, like, major oh, stunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that that's also hilarious. That's like the icing on the cake of this whole story is that. Oh, and by the way, he was shooting it's another movie shooting at the same yeah, time. Yeah, what an what an animal! What a work ethic. Um, yeah, no, it's insane. The only other note that I have on uh, choreography and fight scenes is back in the mall. Uh, so there's like uh, it really stood out to me because of the cleverness of the strike. So this guy grabs Selena and he's like trying to like run away with her. I can't remember if she has a briefcase or if the other guy does. But Jackie Chan wants to take the guy out but doesn't want to hurt her. So he mm -hmm. just sweeps the leg and makes the guy fall on his back with Selena falling on top of yeah. him. Yeah. So he like takes them both out but to protect her. It's like, ah, how <laughs> genius. How do you think of that? There's, you know? so, there's so many clever scenes in this movie. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, man. It was yeah, exactly. Like it seems like that chase where it's like and that's just one of hundreds of like little intricacies, micro moments, yeah. mi micro jujitsu and hardcore like fight scene moments. You're like, how did they think that up? You know. Yeah. But there was also some very clever like, so so for example, when the friend is is faking attacking, right? Yeah. Before that reveal, you know, he's trying to stab her. Right? You think he's trying to actually kill her? He's trying to stab her, and it's like so ridiculous that he's missing. Oh yeah. I, Chase at one point was like, "This scene is so bad." I think. Well, yeah. I, right. yes, it took me and because I, I thought I, it was too. a bad guy. Right. We, right. It so, took a while to catch on that this guy is like he's trying not to kill her right. because so he's hired by Jackie Chan. You originally Chan. think he's an actual attacker, yeah. and he's like missing every possible knife strike on this girl. Which again, is pretty unethical. And then, and then you realize that it's Jackie Chan's friend who's like trying to do a fake attack to. You know, get get him a little leeway with the with the girl. Okay, okay. Can we? Speaking of unethical, my favorite unethical scene from our from our protagonist is the part where he holds his boss hostage at the end. He he, he gets so frustrated at the system that he, yeah. he they're like, bro, we all believe you. We know that you're innocent. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. And he's like. Wait, you're gonna arrest me anyway for the sake of the law? Fuck you guys! He pulls out a gun and like holds his boss hostage. Yeah, <laughs> it was so pretty funny. badass. It it's it's badass. A total Riggs move. Yeah, it, no, exactly. It's ballsy. Like fuck ethics. Get straight <laughs> to the point. Well, and you even know. the bad guys, they're like, they're like, hey, that like super cop guy got out of here. Yeah, and and he's like, what? How? He's like. He took the commissioner hostage. Like, He's a crazy yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. This guy's got balls. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, dude. Amen. I like balls. Uh, another good scene with with a good payoff was when um, he's when May leaves originally. Like when they go over to his house and he like is talking shit about May, oh. and then she leaves right, and then she um, is like fucking with him right, and like so, Selena or May. Uh, Selena is. is fucking with Jackie with like the cactus and stuff and is making all these funny yeah, noises yeah, yeah, yeah. and like this funny dialogue and when you're in the middle of that scene you're like not really sure what the purpose of that scene yeah, is like, what it is just, she doing she's just, just fucking with him it just seems kind of random like he's kind of fucking with him and then later he's in court and plays the recording <laughs> and the scene comes off as like the recording sounds like they're having sex right he's like oh like, yeah I've got oh, the you're quote gonna... written down yeah. um so she's like, "That's disgusting! Get that thing away from me!" Which is like talking about it's a cactus, and then Jackie Chan's like trying to explain that, "No, no, it's my cactus, whatever." No, um, like, don't sit on it; you're gonna oh, break you got it. Me all yeah. wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one line that they didn't catch in the subtitles because people were talking over it, but which which was probably played in the tape recorder is like, "She's like, get that disgusting thing away from me," and he's like, "It's my pride and joy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he totally says that. Yeah. yeah. It's so no, it's so it's so clever and so yeah. like a lot of. Yeah, it's great comedy. Like, it's it's, comedy, it's yeah. almost slapstick. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's great. Because, like, even that scene, I, th I was thinking it's weird. Like, why is that small cactus on his side table his pride and joy? Like, what's the purpose right, of having that And then it all comes full in circle in that, and you're like, in that court scene. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's where it kind of like it blends between like lethal weapon and like naked gun. Like, and getting I, that ridiculous yeah. comedy. You and, know. and and back and back to what you're saying about like were they trying to make it for American audiences? There is, I feel like there's a little like subtle nod to America with the court system where they're all in like oh, they're in the powder. Totally, they're in the powdered wig. Is that yeah. is that yeah. how they do it in, in China at that I, time? I don't the powdered know. Wig? I don't know powder. I I doubt it. I, it's possible. Yeah, I think it might, it might be because like why would they? Like as a joke. They, they're really just trying to make fun of America. I, I like, thought they were. It, just that's just not trying even an American thing America. at that time. Yeah, because there's like 
they, 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 you could tell they didn't have like the words down for it, so they have them like holding their hand on a Bible, and they, like you could tell everybody in the room, like the actors, are like, well, "What are we doing here?" That might be how they do it. I, I, it's, it's but possible. I don't know. It's possible. Or maybe but... they just watched a bunch of American like courtroom yeah. uh, dramas and were trying to mimic that. I don't know. There is a couple of like small things that I noticed about their even their language. Like they have a few English words where they just say like "Yes, sir." They say it in yeah. American when like, they say in English. Object. When bye they bye. sing "Happy Birthday" to Jackie Chan. They're saying yeah. happy birthday that's in English. That's kind of interesting. Like, I'm like, that, yeah. why? Why do they do that? Well, that, that's it, all also... common to most languages. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like I... uh, snowboarding in Spanish is snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. It is, it is common. Yeah. English, just it's just an English word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I mean, nobody's ever seen the American court system before it exists. Like, the American court system revolutionized the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you're right. You're right. Like America has long fingers. It, it are, are you know the influence is all over the world. So but yeah, I I, th- I think it's just a, a mixture of like, like Ch- China doesn't have a word for that. There's there's okay. another yeah. funny moment when he's uh, late getting to court and uh, and the chick has like escaped his grasp or whatever, and he like slides the car into the parking space, yeah. which is so. Uh-huh. There's a great quote that I wrote down right after that, where the guy that he like steals the because there's a guy that's like trying to line it up and he's trying to like parallel, parallel park, park in, in his tiny space, <laughs> and Jackie Chan comes in and just like woo like you know drifts the car into the place right, and then he gets out and he's like I'm in a hurry, and the guy says, uh. That's right, run or I'll kick your ass. <laughs> but nice park job. <laughs> and, yeah. Which is really funny because, like, Jackie Chan, who's the most badass fighter in the movie, and, of course, you have a citizen that's just like, I'll kick your ass. You know, it's like, I, again, I felt that was a very American moment in the film. For sure. Mm. Uh, and But then he's like, but that was a great park job. <laughs> that's too good. I, I think uh, no, it was absolutely right. And I think that it's hilarious that the, there's an American, you know, Ace Ventura, pet detective. They've got that specific scene where like he like parked like a glove, like dude, yeah. so good. Like there's just a joke about that perfect parallel park job. I think it was really funny how Jackie Chan was such a dick to his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was just about to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's it's such a contrast to the American movies that he he makes. You know what I mean? Just he's like a good guy. Yeah. yeah, he's like always the good guy, and it's like yeah. I think in American cinema, he's yeah. like a hero. He's a, a role model. Uh, well, I guess he's also older, so he probably yeah, cares a little he's, bit more he's about middle age and, and legacy. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't know if a lot of uh, American he, audiences realize that he's a Chinese man. <laughs> I think that's lost on a lot of American audiences, and with this movie, you realize that he is from China. And their culture is different, like how they yeah. treat people, and it's also an yeah. older movie. Like you know, it's like that kind of stuff flew back then a little bit more probably than it does now. Well, I, actually, even right now, uh, China is. I, I, I don't. I don't have a source for this, but uh, <laughs> there was an article I was reading that was saying that they are holding like manly man classes in China because sure. China is always trying to play like the long term, right? Mm. So they're like, oh, these Americans are getting soft with this wokeism. We want to train our men to be manly men no, but, and no, interact to be able to beat them no, long term. Is that real? Mas- masculinity is absolutely a big part of Chinese culture, and like, it, it's gonna—I don't—it's gonna come across as insensitive, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's a fact of the matter that women are seen as lesser in that culture, and that's just yeah. the, the way it is. Um, and, and it is a Chinese movie, yeah. And the, and it's and funny, it's a Chinese right? movie, and it's a Chinese movie from almost forty years ago, so it's even. 
probably my favorite part where he disrespects his girlfriend May, uh, which there's like several parts all in one scene. Uh, <laughs> so he like he pulls his car up and he's like, "Oh hey, like sorry, I'm supposed to meet you and your mother for like dinner, and I'm late." And then his like handbrake on his car doesn't like work. It's like hold the car for so, me. Yeah, yeah, so he's like he's trying to hold it like casually trying to like walk with her down the sidewalk, but he's like really trying to hold his car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his yeah, car's yeah, just yeah. like creeping along. And then he's like, You hold my car. I'm I that gotta to make run a, a work and, call. <laughs> yeah, I gotta make a work call. And she's like, What the fuck? And so she just like lets the car go because yeah. you know, she just is uninterested. Uh and then the car basically like rolls right down the street to the phone booth and like almost hits the two of them he saves his girlfriend may smashes the phone booth total sakar and then uh she's like what should we do and he's like hail a taxi and he like hails <laughs> yeah. a taxi See, jumps yeah. to the car he ditches and this girlfriend. is the quote call a tow truck and i'll and tell your mother i said hi uh, <laughs> yeah i loved he had no, he did nothing redeemable for his relationship. There and was it was kept coming there, back. Coming there back, wasn't yeah. any tender moment where like they made up or like he, he, he made up for all of the ways that he had been fucking up the whole movie. He's he's always like prioritizing his work. He's treating her basically like shit and like leaving her with the shit on the stick. And then when everything breaks down and he's like a fugitive against the law, he's been chloroformed and left to die like out in this thing. Yeah. And she comes and helps him. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's able to track him down, and she comes and helps his ass out. She's hopelessly devoted to him. Yeah. It's amazing. But I, I thought it was interesting that you have her character at all, because in a, I'm sure if this movie was made in America, uh, this, this studio would be like, oh, well, you have this this kidnapped victim that you're trying to protect. Let's make the love interest there. But they don't even explore that. I mean, there's that one scene where maybe she's trying to like seduce him, but she's trying to set him up with the uh, the recording. Yeah. Uh, and then he has this girlfriend the whole time. It's an interesting, like, love dynamic. Well, and then even uh, the bad guy, Chu Tao, uh, he immediately is just like, oh, well, like, have her killed. You know, his, like, sexy girlfriend oh, yeah. who's super smart. He's like, ah, oh, just have her killed. Yeah. And then, like, she survives, like, the first attack, and they go back and tell him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy is, is like, or I think it's the lawyer is trying to tell him like, Hey, you need to have her killed. She's a major problem. Uh, like if you're going to get out of this, like she's a problem. And the guy's like, the lawyer is like with all the like beauty pageants, like there's plenty of women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and then you see Chu Tao kind of like, it's a good point. He good kinda, point. Well, no, he, I, I feel like he kind of sits back like, I don't know, but I'm not going to find another girl like this girl. But then he still makes a decision to kill her anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Man, now, uh, there, I think the moment where I was like, this movie will not fly today, there was one specific one where he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, it, Jackie Chan has that fame, that scene, I don't know if it's famous, this, the scene where he's got like seven phone calls going at once, oh, and he's oh like my God. getting tied around, and like someone's like, uh, Someone's like reporting a rape. He's meaning like a nine one one, like the equivalent of a Chinese nine one one phone. He did a full yeah. rape joke. She's like, I got raped, and he's like, Oh no! Like she's like, It happened last year, yeah. and he's like, Well, why did you wait so long to report it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that's so. And then what's his advice for her? 
I don't know what was it. Just take two birth control pills. Oh my, yeah. So it's yeah, it's like it's that kind of stuff. It's like this Dude, movie would not fly. At the same fly. time, he's trying to figure out the guy who's still on a cow and talking to his girlfriend. So he like keeps and another woman who's getting beaten by her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, there, it's like it's a very and, and the whole tone of the yeah. scene is straight comedy, straight up comedy. And he's like, and it's like physical humor. He's like, has all these phones going at once, and he's <laughs> yeah. crossing, no, and, he's hanging and, up the the phones on the wrong. And, uh, and the physical comedy is really funny, holder. and it's like it's also an impressive scene, like with him kicking the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see in the credits where he kicks the pencil and grabs it, but like the the conversations he's having are like so not. Well, not so I, I thought it yeah, was yeah. so funny how they this, this this is clearly like comedy break in the movie, right? You know, like right. let's let's just have right. a scene. It's like they they had already cut the movie and they're like, we need a scene with comedic break. Like Jackie, let's get you in a room. We there, don't have any of the uh, actors. You got to do this on your own. But it's so funny because he still make like is able to work in a kick where he like kicks the pencil off of the table and it flies up and he catches yeah. it and it, yeah. so that it's he like can write down he, the lady's name for the rape sort of kung fu in the thing yeah, yeah. and, and you're ta- you were you mentioned that you know it was like maybe after the movie was filmed they're like at another scene this movie was entirely shot in order so every single scene was oh, in order wow. every wow. single scene wow. was in order that's crazy how long did it take him to shoot I-, I want you to guess how long it took him to shoot two weeks two weeks uh, just because that's a ridiculous amount of time that's a ridiculously short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. The the whole movie. The whole movie. How long did it take to shoot? Three months. Three months. I was gonna guess. Yeah, two two. I'll do two months. I'm thinking. Uh, this movie took 28 days to film. Wow. Everything. One month. Oh, wow. yeah. One month. Yep. From from start to finish, 28 days. Every every single scene. Wow. 28 days. Damn. No dude. reshoots or anything. They wow. Went, they started scene one and ended at the last scene in order. So wow. linear shot linearly. Wow. wow! Wow! Very interesting. So by the time the movie ended, Jackie Chan had like the broken vertebrae. Yeah. Was he, so he, did he show up to work the next day, or like so, was he so, working through that? So the movie he was filming at the same time was called Heart of the Dragon, um, and he did end up fi- finishing that filming. He's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Amazing. work all movie, day. That movie came out the next year. Yeah. He was he was doing <sighs> the both. Next the, year. the next year. Yeah. Way to just, you know, I think back. it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, it's not just hard work. Like, you have to have the kind of mind where you, you can let your mind float a little bit and not, like, worry too hard about yeah. anything. Because, like, making movies are hard. Like, we you know, we think about all these crazy, like, action movies. They're hard to make. So, like, to make two movies on top of each other with all these crazy effects, like, you, you got to be able to, like, just float through. And what's crazy, too, is the one movie he's written, directed, and lead. Yeah, and he did the one of those two soundtrack. movies that he's yeah. doing at the same time. Yeah. He's doing all the work for one of them, and he's probably doing a good amount for the other one. So yeah. th- that uh, representation of his relationship is probably accurate. Like, it's probably like girls. He's like, oh, she'll come back, and meanwhile, he's like doing all these action scenes, and he's. I I can't see no, probably, doing yeah. doing all of that. I can't see how there's any room for a relationship. Yeah, no. But I don't know his uh, personal life. Absolutely crazy, man. Um, so one thing that we've been talking about lately, uh, so Jake, Jake pointed out at some point that there's a dance scene in every movie. <laughs> That's and right. The dance scene in this movie is so especially, freaking funny. Especially Just 80s random. movies. Yeah. yeah. So he steps in a pile of horse shit oh and it gets all over his con- converse. It does like a hip hop. Yeah. And then he's like trying to get like the poop off of his shoe and then he's like, basically starts da- dancing like Michael Jackson and even moonwalks for a second yeah. with That's the poop a case on his shoe. For him trying to appeal to American audiences. Or maybe he was just oh. such an international yeah, with star. Yeah, with the hip-hop. Yeah, yeah to yeah. throw a Michael Jackson moonwalk in? Yeah. He's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, 
I think the verdict is in. He's trying to break into no, that definitely, American definitely. market. I, I mean, I think... Which he effectively does with this series. For sure. Absolutely. He, here's my theory on Jackie Chan's international appeal at this time. Uh, back in the day, the movie stars were Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton. These guys, in the silent movie era, these guys were choreographers. Like, they would... They, their humor is all, like, physical comedy. They would, like, figure out funny situational like physical comedy bits facial expressions yeah because they didn't have sound like that was before sound movies and then when sound came out writers were like like you wrote dialogue and that's what drove the plots and the the actors and like the voice and and the allure in that way but then you you dropped off this whole physical comedy choreography and there's like a, a vacuum for that market and jackie chan you know if he's i don't know if he was doing it intentionally to appeal to american audiences but he's speaking a different language so he like his uh, his appeal is so reliant on the physical comedy and the creativity that goes behind these fight scenes. Yeah, and it's just there's there's nobody doing that in America, for sure. So yeah. it's like it creates such a uh, attraction to what he's doing, and I so, think that's what propelled so his success. This was I, d- I don't know if he was trying to appeal to American audiences, but this was not the movie that broke him into American audiences for sure. So this um, America was not even in the top five countries as far as box office for this movie whoa um china was actually not number one what was number one? i would take some guesses what what country was number one for box office so the united states grossed one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for this movie um china was 3.5 million dollars okay um i'm at a loss man yeah i've got some wild guesses but that's all they are what do you got? Just name uh, a country. So okay, so I don't feel like this is the right answer, but I'm gonna say Japan because because of proximity. Okay, we got a Japan. Um, I'm gonna say Germany. Germany. That was my other guess. Honestly, I, I was gonna say Japan was the second, and then maybe um, Vietnam. Japan. It made twelve million dollars in Japan. Wow! So wow! Japan, most of the money. Japan was most of the money. Wow! Okay. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't. It didn't really make a lot of money in the United States. Um, Jackie Chan really didn't break into the U.S. market until Rumble in the, Bron- uh, Rumble, Rumble in the Bronx. And that was 90s? That was, that was 95. So, Ten years later. Yeah, yeah, so he didn't really like break in, break into the American audience until 1995. Which makes a lot of sense because in his American movies, he we know plays him as a, a much man. more mature, yeah. mature we, character. We know him as a 40, you know? 50-year-old man. Yeah. 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 In this movie, he's the early 30s. So, I, I, I look at him as... Kind of close to Schwarzenegger and what he accomplished with his career. Like, I think uh, there's a renaissance for Jackie Chan coming where it's like people, when, you know, someone ends their career and, uh, like, they take a look back at, you know, just how, like, he he was doing things that no one else, like, he kind of blazed a new trail. And I think think that's a really good um, comparison because they're both from a foreign country. Um, I mean... Arnold Schwarzenegger really started his movie career here, where Jackie Chan started in, in Hong Kong. But yeah, they both they both brought something new to the table, and they both um, went down as one of the best, if not the best ever, in their perspective genre. Like right. so many people argue Arnold Schwarzenegger as the greatest action star of all time. I would be one of those people, um, and a lot of people would argue Jackie Chan is one of the greatest Hong Kong or one of the greatest kung fu. Um, artist of all time, and I would also be one of those people. So I think the, the comparison is very good. 
because yeah. the thing, yeah, they amazing what they accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, like what they were able to achieve, you know, like it's just like, extraordinary. And like, um, there was one thing, uh, cause I was really thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it, this movie came out in 1985 and so did commando. We, we've covered oh, yeah. commando. Another like, big mall fight scene. It, it, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, there's this crazy mall scene. And sure enough, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's got the part where he rips the, the, uh, the balloon and swings across the mall and lands yeah. in the elevator. Like I was, that's so, I thought of that. Yeah. Know? But, but also like the difference between them is like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big intimidating dude who very often beats people through weapons, right? Yeah. yeah. Guns. Where Jackie Chan is not a big guy, small. If you saw Jackie Chan, you wouldn't be very intimidated, but he will beat the shit out of you through yeah. through his, his 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 physicality and their styles are like completely different, but they're very similar in that their their uh, ability to speak English is limited. So what they do is they appeal to their strengths and fight sequences where Arnold Schwarzenegger's picking up a phone booth and launching someone, yeah. and he likes he's appealing to his, his strength as a bodybuilder. And Jackie Chan is, uh, you know, using clothes racks. To, Ninja. Yeah, they're they're like they're using physical their physicality. They, they in, also in their both way. lean on comedy to get through some of the stuff that they right you know. Right. Yeah, definitely. But I've 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 never seen someone be able to communicate through physicality like Jackie Chan can. Yeah. Comedy, maybe Chris Farley. Seriousness. Chris, <laughs> I, Chris, Chris Farley is actually great. A, a, a great counter to what that. Was the, yeah. the, his his kung fu movie. The, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, just uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, uh, yeah. Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills Ninja is a great yeah. fucking super fun oh, movie. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. But like, but to be able to do the things he does through to elicit the kind of reaction yeah. with just your body. You know? The whole the whole mall scene has no almost no dialogue at all, and it's like it tells Dude, a whole entire story. Not even dialogue. It doesn't even have a soundtrack. Yeah. Like there's no, no music. Just, it's just like and it's, it's just so glass breaking oh. for twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes. It's just sound effects, like yeah, guys I, grunting and yeah, just so, some of the unique stunts they come up with in this movie are just so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. If if, if I'm suggesting a kung fu movie to people, this is this is up there because like you know people people are used to more Americanized kung fu, which has a lot of um, cuts and a lot of uh, r- rapid takes, and but like this is so. Like long shots, it's it's very realistic. Like choreography, heavy choreography, cho- amazing choreography. Um, yeah, because I feel like a lot of action movies um, nowadays in American cinema they just lack the choreography that something like this does. Yeah, mm. I I almost uh, that that right there has me thinking about Invasion USA with Chuck Norris, which you guys probably have not seen. I have seen. Yeah, you ha- you've I seen have. Oh, dude, have yeah. Maybe we should do we, that we, next. That is absolutely. A, Chuck a, Norris is covered. an action star. Chuck, that Chuck, we that, that probably yeah, should do. If we're gonna do a Chuck Norris movie, that should be it. I'll be honest. Yeah, I've yeah, never seen any of them. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I, I always I grew up thinking Chuck Norris was kind of a joke. I mean, mainly because there's all those playground jokes, you know, like. Oh, uh, you know, Chuck Norris could punch so hard he can punch all the way around the world and hit himself in the back of the head and knock himself out. <laughs> but that, but yeah. no, but he's he he should be on this podcast too because so one the invasion USA changed my mind about him because right. I had an entire lifetime of Chuck Norris as a joke to watching Invasion USA expecting a joke and it actually was recommended by Tarantino in an interview. And so I was like, all right, oh, really? I'll, I'll watch this Chuck Norris movie. And I watched it and I loved it. Right, yeah. So like so one thing they have in common is like someone like Bruce Lee or Jocelyn Van Dam or Dolph Lundgren, they're movie fighters, right? Yeah. You know? 
uh, Chuck Norris and Jackie Chan, can they can up. fuck people up in real life. Yeah. Like, they're actual real fight. Like, Chuck Norris especially is an actual real fighter who I would not... I mean, obviously now he's a 75-year-old man. Like, and he could probably still fuck you. He could probably still fuck me up. But you know what I mean? Like, like him in his prime was an actual real fighter, and it was not just for show. You know is what I mean? Chuck Norris uh, Jake Paul's next fight? I don't know. I, I yeah, we'll take, we'll take, I'll Jake take Paul can only fight, uh, you know, yeah. old dudes. Yeah. There was something interesting about, um, like, I was watching the fight sequences because, like, at this time, like, you know, in the in the mid '80s, you know, like big action movies, like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's and Stallone's movies are, you know, and Chuck Norris's are, you know, they're huge in America. Right. But the difference that I was noticing uh, is that in America, it's like bigger is bigger. Or bigger is better. Bigger guns, bigger explosions, bigger cars, bigger men. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this movie, like if you saw their weapons, not there wasn't a single rifle. They had all pistols and they all had these little thirty eight revolvers. Six chambers. Bam, 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 bam. And, like, and yeah. besi- besides the opening scene, which has a lot of gunfire, there's not a lot of like gunplay after that. I mean no. there's a couple Jackie Chan used a gun to in- intimidate the bus, but he doesn't really fire it, and then they kill that one guy. Um but like it's physical it's combat. all just physical and the, the end scene, right? Like, there's no weapons at all in that mall scene. It's just beating the shit out of each hand other. Hand to hand combat. Hand to hand combat. It's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Amazing. Well, I think that's it. Goes back to what you were saying too. It's like this is a lot about body language. You know, it's like it's a you know fights with you know like physical fighting. No, no, less guns, more like karate, more kicking people in the face. You know, like yeah. it's like ooh, like that fucking hurt. Like you know, yeah, and that's Dude, and, that, and that's why I yeah. love Jackie Chan over any other fighter in a movie because he portrays himself through physicality and it seems realistic and and difficult I, I, I would and choose hard. him as my top but for a different reason uh my favorite aspect is that he uses his environment so cleverly yeah, I, dude it's i mean amazing. the coat rack is is yeah. Yeah. a perfect example yeah. of that because he like he just sees this thing he like pulls it out hits the guy with it throws it over his head and you're like what's he doing and then he like takes out his legs with it it's like ah yeah like gosh, he fucked that guy up with it's, a coat rack. Right, it's, and yeah. it's so it's so hard to be badass and funny at the same time, and he does that so many he, times. He this does movie. it over and over, over and over. It's like it's like that's hilarious, but also fucking sick. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he has other movies where he'll he'll you know fight people through ladders and, it's not and cheap, like you know? yeah, and like uh, out of balconies and onto to canopy, like just the amount of creativity he has. You can tell he has a love for like just figuring it out. You know what I mean, like. It's almost some magician making a new trick. Like he's like yeah. making a new type of way to fight somebody. Totally. Where like a lot of these other action stars are just it's the same thing, just punches, shooting each other, whatever. It's like there's so much creativity in have it. You, have amazing. you seen? You guys know the show uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. It's all improv. It's almost like improv. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, there's this segment on the show called Scenes from a Hat where they get like a random item and they have to like make some improv bit about exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. And for Jackie Chan, it's like Scenes from a Hat where you get a random item and you figure out a way to kick the shit out of somebody with it. <laughs> like you yeah. just it's like you just take out a random item and he's like, "All right, what's an interesting way I can incorporate into this into a fight scene that looks totally badass?" Like, but the escalator had three different cool yeah. scenes to it, right? Him jumping on it and, and following someone up, him kicking someone down the middle of it, him kicking someone down the stairs of it. Like like it, yeah. it's yeah. one item that he used and so each many unique. Times. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was thinking about like the plot, like the actual like storyline. I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah, like I, I was thinking about, I was like, do I like this movie because it's ridiculous or like, and I was finding myself like thinking like, no, like there's actually quite a bit of like diabolic, you know, is that the right word? Like, 
Yeah, where like you know, um, there's a plot twist where like, oh, it turns out that his some of his best cops are against him. Mm. You know, and like the the bad guys, I thought were pretty believable in terms of like why they were bad, and you know, the deception between the girl and her loyalty to the to the main bad guy. You know. I, I actually enjoyed the plot. I thought it was pretty right, good. Right, and all and all the silly scenes ended up being comedic payoffs in the end. Yeah, so like, yeah. I would yeah. say I would say the only filler scene in the whole entire movie is that phone scene. But oh, yeah, that... it's funny and it's creative, so I, I give it a pass for that. Yeah, but yeah, I I agree. Like it's a it's not necessarily like a really he eats convoluted... the erasers and the pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was like he had, he was like I have some funny ideas for a bit and I'm going to put right. it all together. Eats ramen with um, chopsticks yeah, like two pencils. It's not like a convol- convoluted or complicated plot, but it's like it's well done and well written. Yeah. The comedy is is I think is really well well written for it to come across in subtitles and for like we were laughing throughout the whole film, so I think I think it's really well done. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it's pretty rare to to work a a solid rape joke into a movie. I mean, <laughs> that part didn't age well. We were like, we were like, like oh, I can't believe that yeah. they put this yeah. in there yeah. because, like, that's, it's so insensitive today. It'll never happen again. Um, Not no. like that. But um, not so flippantly. You oh, know? did we get a final death count? I got, I got thirteen. I that's, got fourteen. You got fourteen. Which one? Okay, so I, I had twelve. Twelve in the, the first scene. scene. And then they killed the, the. They killed the guy that he was trying to frame him as. Okay, and then who's the last person they killed? I don't remember. Wait, are, are you counting the person that fell out of the second story window? They kicked out of the window. Maybe because I counted him originally, and the chase was like, I think he was fine, so I took him off. And have a second story window. Yeah, so I don't remember. Well, cause, yeah, they knock him out of the window, and he kind of like falls. But the way that he falls, I was like. That guy's not dead. Like, he's just out of commission. You know? they, they, the they didn't kill anyone after that. They didn't kill anyone the roof after that. What about right? the, uh, yeah, the, the main villain? And we covered his. We, we should say something about Jackie Chan's fight scene with the main villain at the end. Oh, yeah. So oh, at, with Chu Tower, he's just yeah. beating the yeah. shit out of him. He yeah. just punched him a hundred times in the stomach. Because, or like in the, oh, uh, dude, right. <laughs> it's like so in right. Mortal Kombat yeah. when they just when you're just smashing on the B button. And it's like... Well, because he was mad because like he had caught him before and they, uh, the justice system would let him go. So he was like, fuck it, I'm going to get yeah. some sort of justice on this piece of shit. And it's funny because the, the commissioner was like, that he I didn't kidnaps. see shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like... Yeah. yeah. He's like... Or... Uh, so... Uh, Jackie Chan's like boss right above him is like, uh, I think we should write this report together to the head guy. And head guy's like, I didn't see anything. And it's it's the <laughs> Very best way house ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, I was waiting for a throat rip, dude. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for. Well, a that's what rip. that's what I love about Jackie Chan. So it's the main villain. It's like the the lead bad guy. I forget his name, but um, Chu Tao. Yeah, Chu Tao. And and so you know, every other death is so creative and blah blah blah. And then for Chu Tao's death, it's Jackie just Chan, he just he just punches him like over and over yeah, again. It's just and rage. Yeah, and well, he doesn't kill him either. It's yeah, but I'm he like, just wants oh to kick God. his ass before he and that and gets that's out on the on having a good lawyer. He's and going 100 percent on every punch on this old like guy. The American movies where he would like you know just get him arrested or whatever. He just full on rages at him. Yeah. Although that scene would have been better with Chris Tucker commentary <laughs> after. He just got punched. knocked the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, so yeah, let's do ratings. Right, what do you guys got? All right. So I, I, going into this, I was like, "Oh my god, this is easily going to be my highest rated movie because I'm going to give it a critical nine. I'm going to give it an enjoyment ten. Wow. 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 Ten. I enjoyed the fun yes, out of this movie. That, yeah. I'm so glad. I am so glad. 
For sure. Holy wow. And I don't think I need to explain myself. No, I think we did a yeah, good enough job to the podcast. Kai? Um, so critical, I'm not going to go as high. Um, Why not? Because... The, uh, I'll just do the so entertainment. We've been talking. I, I've, you know, the, yeah. Like everything we've been saying kind of like explains us. But I'm giving it a nine for entertainment. Uh, critical. If you take out the what's what's so entertaining for this movie is the fight scenes. But if you take away that and look at the the story structure and the character development, and specifically Jackie Chan's relationship with his girlfriend. And it, it's it's hard for me to like measure it as a movie that's like oh this is like a very powerful story. It's a very entertaining sequence of fight scenes. There's n- not a very deep layer of story or like message to this movie. So I'll, I'll give it a five, sort of middle of the road. Whoa! For critical. Um, I was I'm kind of in your like I was thinking kind of the same thing about the um the critical vote like. It is like a big sequence of ridiculous, like amazing, yeah, very, very, very creative uh, action scenes. But like when you look at like the action, the the critical plot, like did I feel this deeper like meaning? Did this movie move me? Not really. Like yeah. it, it's a crazy guy who's kind of an asshole, but you know he's a hero. He's the good guy. But like, you're, like what he was saying, like the development between him and his girlfriend, like he looks like an asshole. Yeah. And like he and there's, <laughs> and there's a no lot, resolution. There. Sorry. And, there, and there's no, and there's no, yeah, there's no like, hey babe, I'm so sorry, I'm such a dick. Like no, he's just he's just kind of a dick. Like fuck you. And like, and like <laughs> there's a lot of misogynisticness to it. And so uh-huh. that that brought my my thing down. So I'm gonna give it, in terms of, and saying that, uh, the create the sheer creativity of the movie though, and the way it's shot and like how much that like improved things for me and the comedy aspect of things, I'm going to give it, I'll give it a 6.5 critical rating, but I'm going to give it a flat out 10 for entertainment because I can't, there's very, very few movies that I just could not stop watching from the very beginning to the end. The amazing creativity of the action scenes. I've never seen a movie so good with action choreography. It fucking blew my mind. So I'll give it a 10 for entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. So I, you guys know I love this movie. I mean, I'm the one who suggested this movie. I knew you guys hadn't seen it before. I wanted you guys to see like a classic Jackie Chan movie. And I'm really glad you guys all seem to love it. Um, critically, I agree with what you guys are saying. Like, it's not it's not a particularly deep movie. It's not a particularly, you know, compelling plot. Um, if I was just going to go by that, yeah, maybe I would give it a five. But I'm going to give it some credit for the comedy aspect of it. It had some very creative comedic bits that I thought worked really well and had some great payoffs. Um, And I think you have to incorporate the choreography when talking about the critical aspect of the movie because that's a big part of the film. So I will give it a seven and a half critically. Um, And entertainment-wise, I'm also going to give it a ten. Like, this is... is, (laughs) Three tens? So good. This This is is, is the first time this this has happened. This is, to me... one of, if not the greatest kung fu movies of all time. Holy it's balls. entertaining from beginning to end. There's laughs. There's great fights. I mean, this is Jackie Chan at 100%. Yeah. And who doesn't yeah. fucking love Jackie Chan? This is a great film that everyone should watch. And I'm really glad you guys got to see it for the first time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll give it a 10, entertainment-wise. Nice. For sure. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I so, love I, it, yeah. I actually do need to make an adjustment to my critical score, uh, but not for any of the reasons you guys have said, because I still think that 
it's it's so well done like uh the fact that like it keeps you on the edge of your seat from beginning to end like to me that that makes a great movie critically you yeah. know uh the, but I, i'm gonna back down to an eight and a half on the critical score because although i think it's cool that jackie chan wrote the score for it uh you know and like wrote songs for it i did feel a couple of different times where like the music was sort of uh, like I guess repetitive. It wasn't like creative. It wasn't like really there, pulling there was me like into the scene. Three different musics that they used, and then basically. Also with like some of the sound foley and some of the sound effects, there was like weird moments where, like uh, in the mall where um, Selena ha- is like got a bat and she's like fuck this guy up with the bat, and then she drops the bat and the sound of it is just like. Not, I don't know. Right. It sounded yeah. like he dropped like a tin cup on the ground. <laughs> also, it didn't sound yeah. like a baseball bat, you know. But but so I, mean, I I don't know. It, it was just like little things like that that I think kind of bring that critical thing down, you know. Right. But, uh, so so I I was excited. Went with my nine and my ten, but I'm eight and a half and ten. But uh, but I mean, for a foreign film from 1985, our first on foreign film, no I mean, budget, on almost no budget. Yeah. The critical score that we've given it is not terrible, and the fact that entertainment, the lowest score was a nine. Like this is a fucking this is a movie everyone should watch. Absolutely. How, how did yeah. uh, how did they get away with doing all this for only two million dollars? Did, um, did I, they had, had they cut corners? No safety from, nets. I mean, insurance. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like, it. There's like no insurance. I, obviously, the 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 wage is significantly less in yeah. Hong Kong than it would be in the United States for sure. For all these stunt people, I, I'm and, sure they hired a lot of people on just cloud alone, being like, "Hey, you're gonna get the chance sure. to be in a Jackie yeah. Chan movie." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta help us clean up this set after we smash it. To I mean, be all right, getting your ass kicked <laughs> and not getting paid very yeah, much. Yeah. I think I think this is a movie where you could definitely overlook whatever shortcomings it has as a film and just look at it as an entertaining movie, and it's clearly one of yeah. the more entertaining movies yes. that you can find. And I'm I would suggest good. this to every single person I've met. Like it's 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 a great fun movie. Like it's 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 a lot. It's, it's a good time. It's a I, good time. I think it's more it's more entertaining to watch with uh, a group of people. For sure. Um, it, yeah. I, I don't know. I think uh, I think a lot of the movies that we watch are that way. Uh, but this one, I think, because of the subtitles, I think I might enjoy it. Like I, I might be inclined to just throw this on by myself so that I can kind of soak up a little bit more of the dialogue. True. The action scenes are, are fun to watch with a lot of people. For sure. Yeah. But I think it would be fun to watch by yourself as well. Like I think they're just – they're so well done. Like that's as, that's as good as you get for yeah, an action true. scene it for is a fight re- scene. I, I have never seen better. Yeah, that's the best. The best. The best. Yeah, like even like, the Matrix, but like the Matrix fucking took from this. Like, you know, like this is like the real deal. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, J- Jackie Chan has such an influence on the the fight movie culture and movies yeah. in general, and it was it's. I think it was really cool to see from your perspective. Of like, you guys all know Jackie Chan. You love Jackie Chan. We know him as the American but, Jackie right, Chan. Right, but you haven't seen prime Jackie Chan. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's like knowing Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you haven't it's seen... It's still amazing. It's, but... still, it's still great, but you haven't seen Jackie Chan until this movie. Right. You know what I mean? The things he can do compared to Rush Hour, Shanghai, Noon, which which is more of the, the comedy fight aspect versus the just straight badassness of... When, when again with the age, like you have to think he's got to be more spry when he's twenty five rather than yeah, thirty five. Right, he's got he's, way he's, less he's thir- injuries. I think he's thirty one in this movie. Thirty one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but even still, he's yeah. got way less injuries that wow. he's had to re- yeah. like repair his body. You know, it's like the older you get, the more injuries you have, the more 
difficult it is to like like one you ha- don't, you don't necessarily have the confidence to like go and jump across a you know go from a bus to a car and you know like this crazy scenes like when you're 25 you're ready to roll you know and, and, and you know he's saying he's 31 uh you know he probably still has not suffered like the serious injuries that he you know it's like by the time that he's shooting movies in america when he's 41 you know 41 year old man is much less likely to jump off of something and you know yeah, yeah. right but then again, he does it now. in is it is it Rush Hour Two where he slides down the giant uh, red uh, thing? Yeah, in the no, casino. it's very similar. It's a it's a homage to this. Well, this movie. Yeah, you can totally tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that like there is the action stars. You know, Tom Cruise is you know known for doing his own stunts, but like you have a really good point about like your body doesn't handle injury as well as you get older. You know, and so like you mm-hmm. take a physically few, and mentally, yeah, and you take a few hard hits, and you start to realize that as you get older, you're like, all right, you know, maybe I'll have the stuntman, you know, go through the window and fall down a five story. But whatever. He, was, he was still doing his stunts in Rush Hour, Shanghai Noon, and Shanghai yeah. Nights. Like, I mean, uh, but Tom they're Cru- not as gnarly as Police Story for sure. I mean, Tom Cruise deserves a lot of credit for doing his stunts still, but like his stunts are not as physically taxing as the things yeah. Jack Chan has been doing for for 30, a long time. He'll, he'll still wear a wire that yeah. hooks him up to the bus that right. he's hanging off of. I mean, it's, sure. it's, a, it's amazing what Jack Chan has been able to accomplish as uh, a stunt performer for Bruce Lee movies to now he's probably worth half a billion dollars as one of Seriously? the famous... Jackie Chan? Yeah. He's, he's, I believe I, that. His net worth was $520 million is what I Googled. I, I heard Jackie Chan do an interview where he's like, his kids, he's not giving them any of his inheritance. He's not leaving any inheritance for his kids. He's wow. just going to cry. Because he's like, I believe in them to be able to make their own money. Yeah. Uh, Shaq uh, said the same thing. Really? Shaq was like, yeah, they can work for it like I did. Huh. <laughs> I think that... It's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I can understand that too. It's like, yeah, they and they they probably understand. It's like, no, man, work for it like me. You'll become a stronger person, you know. I, and th- but but also they're gonna get access to better schools, better just because of, of the name. And like they they're not gonna have the pressure like to be like, oh, I'm gonna be homeless. You think Shaq's gonna let his kid become homeless? You know what I mean? Like, no. he, he's also like Shaq's kids also living in a fucking mansion in Beverly Hills. Jackie Chan's kids also living uh-huh. in a mansion in Beverly. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's it's a cute thing to say, like I'm not gonna help my kid, but that's not the reality of the yeah. situation. Um, he's still paying the privilege. Yeah, he's he's sure, he's not gonna yeah. get, grant him a hundred million dollars right out of the gate, but like he's got way he's got a much bigger head start than huh. any of us will ever have. You, do you think that if uh, Jackie Chan did give his kids that amount of money, the, uh, similar to the way that like Donald Trump Senior did to his son, like do you think that Jackie Chan's kids could run for president someday? <laughs> I would vote for Jackie Chan or his kids. Um, well, they wouldn't be able to get the racist vote like Donald Trump did because they're not white. So Jackie Chan's know. not white. <laughs> what? Um, I gotta change my score. <laughs> <laughs> um, on an unrelated note, Dakota, how much money would you pay me to sneak into your house while you're sleeping with Bryn? Uh, with a mask on and pretend <laughs> and to murder her, <laughs> so you can kick my ass and look look really cool. To actually murder her? No, no, to, no, no, no. Just you to, want to murder my? No, girl? I'll pretend. Twenty dollars. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> Done. What right. are the odds? 
No, I won't answer the question, Dakota. Um, to make me look bad. So to let you kick my ass, I feel like I'll just pretend like I'm invading. Yeah. And you're... I don't know, man. Put the put that weird mask on that he had on. Yeah, <laughs> that was a weird mask. <laughs> that was a weird yeah. fucking mask. That was a weird mask. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Hannibal Lecter, like Michael Myers. Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of Jason. Yeah. yeah. All tied together. Yeah. We're gonna answer that question. I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I did hundred bucks. All right. All right. <laughs> That's like uh, you, uh, a little more than a trip to LAX. <laughs> Did you do it for a hundred bucks? To get my, are you going to like kick my ass? Like, you would have to. Jackie Chan. Yeah, I'd have Sell to kick it. your ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak in your ass. Do, it, do you think you that uh, Bryn would recognize yeah. you even with the shitty mask on? I'll just use an accent. Chinese accent? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe like a German accent. I don't know. Oh, man. All right. Well. I think that sums it up. I mean, <laughs> we all we all <laughs> love the movie. Absolutely, um, yeah. It was a great time. I think that was our highest um, entertainment, entertainment score. Probably, inter- probably highest board, entertainment score. Which makes me very, very happy because I have a special place in my heart for this movie. Um, yeah, great movie. Thanks for the pick and yeah. thanks for yeah, bringing dude. it to us and to all the pe- all listeners out there. All right. Yeah, yeah shout go, out to Jackie see, Chan. Go see Police Store if you haven't seen it and check out some of Jackie Chan's older movies. One of your um, father's favorite movies. Yes. Where we give you uh. a fresh generational perspective. <laughs> Why is this so hard? Just, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs>